As always, it is my pleasure that you join me for today's podcast of Second Chance Coaching. My name is Dr. Richard Lewis. If you'd be so kind as to leave me a rating and your feedback, I would very much appreciate it and it will help others like you to optimally discover this podcast wherever you listen to this and your other favorite podcast. As you know, at Second Chance Coaching, we focus on seeing everyday life through the eyes of the returning citizen and highlighting the resiliency of the human spirit. I would love to work with you one-on-one, whether you're a returning citizen or coaching client seeking your second chance, or you're a representative of a business, college, or university seeking to integrate and support returning citizens in your respective organizational and learning environments. Please feel free to contact me via email at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Welcome again to another edition of Second Chance Coaching. As a matter of fact, welcome to our season five premiere of Second Chance Coaching. As always, it is my pleasure to join you in another week of your reentry journey from whichever corner of the world you're listening from. We remain humbled and excited always that you've decided to spend a part of your week with us, and thank you for joining us for another season of Second Chances. As always, I want to thank all of you for continuing to show your love through your reviews, five-star ratings, and the endless stories of inspiration I hear every time I engage with you in the community, around the way, around the country, and around the world. I hope you had a fantastic summer from wherever you were and or traveled to. This past summer was very productive for me. A lot of goals that I wanted to strategically complete, I was able to do so, and I'm in a position to complete another major objective or a couple of major objectives by the beginning of next summer. You know, I didn't have an opportunity to extensively travel this summer, but I had an opportunity to see my sister, the Wonder Twins, and of course, my niece. And as always, that family time was a breath of fresh air and overflow with love all rolled up into one. I also taught a lot of summer school this past summer, but you know, the the summer school schedule and not having the requirement of office hours still left a lot of time for me to go to the beach, take in the ocean air, and have a lot of reflective time. But I would say that the highlight of the summer for me, the big development this summer, is with my daughter, Julian. First of all, Julian and my granddaughter and my son-in-law are all doing well. But in but when it comes to Julian, speaking about her, uh, it goes without saying that I'm proud of her and continue to be very proud of her professional accomplishments. I will say, as my children were growing up, as a little bit of background, I never mandated what they had to be when they grew up or how they made a professional living as long as they were happy. You know, when Julian graduated with her bachelor's and wanted to become a teacher, myself and her mother, you know, really her entire village was absolutely thrilled because she was doing what she wanted to do. And of course, her mom and I were particularly thrilled for her as we're two teachers ourselves. And it was great to see our firstborn chart her path along the path that we had gone on as well. Now, earlier this year, Julian shared with me that she wanted to leave teaching and try something new. 
like going to the nonprofit sector or consulting or something like that. And, you know, I was supportive, you know, of that dynamic. If she was going to be happy, I was completely supportive of that. But I certainly couldn't predict what was going to happen next. Now, Julian, to my joy and amazement, she secured an opportunity in a nonprofit as the director of programs for this nonprofit that concentrates on the mentoring of young girls and ladies who are directly impacted by the incarceration of their parents, particularly their fathers. It goes without saying that I was overwhelmingly and emotionally touched by what Julian has decided to do at this point of her professional journey. You know, in conversing with Julian about her decision, about her decision to, to go this route and to, and to go into the reentry space, you know, she indicated that she that what inspired her a great deal was that this is her lived experience. And even though I was gone for a very short time, she saw how it affected me and how this lived experience impacted her. My daughter talks about in, in that experience about the love of her village and how her and I continued to be close when I came home. And that, among many other factors, made the difference for her, made the difference for her to to have the success that she has. Now, she wants to take that excitement, that energy, that enthusiasm to create a village of love, mentoring, and support for young ladies that she'll run into that have an incarcerated father. I have to say, it goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway, that I'm very proud of you, Julian. Keep being the difference, keep being the difference and making the impact that only you can make. Daddy loves you very much. In talking, going, in talking about or, 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 or pivoting back to self-care this past summer, I did do a lot of beach and reflective time. And one of the things I thought about was my workout routine. I wanted to try a new type of workout routine. After a great deal of investigation and comparison shopping, so to speak, I decided to concentrate on incorporating interval training in my workout which would primarily focused on my heart rate, cardio, strength, and flexibility. I felt like I was really at a crossroads for a new routine, a new workout routine, a, a new outlet, a new outlet to do all this stuff. And not to, and I, I felt like, you know, the crossroads where I was at was not too dissimilar where I was at when I first came home over 22 years ago. As many of you may feel, especially those of you who are coming home, when you first come home, the dreams of you coming home when you get there are now a reality and you keep thinking of what is next. And you may not give yourself the grace and mercy that you need, because especially when the progress in your mind, you know, or the, pro well, not the progress in your mind, but the progress that you see in front of you may not run as quickly as it did in your thoughts and your dreams when you first came home. Now, when I jumped, well, you know, going into the interval training or the workout, when I first jumped into the interval training and after the completion of my first week, besides me being intensely and immensely sore, it felt like I had an overload of endorphins released in my body. When I first thought about how I felt about such a group of intense workouts in comparison to how I felt before the workouts, when I was comparing my mindset after the workouts and comparison before I started incorporating this new workout, I really came to the realization that I truly believe that I had been in a season of fighting depression, like a season of really going through it. And I don't think it was too dissimilar 
from the depression season that I had when I first came home over 22 years ago. Now, I'm not a doctor or not that type of doctor or a mental health professional, so I can't diagnose you per se, but I encourage you to seek that help just like I did to turn the corner, just like I did to turn that corner in my reentry life and my reentry journey. So I encourage you to do that in your reentry journey and in your life. Now, I can't speak for everyone, but I thought about, but I thought, quite honestly, being depressed only meant if you were perpetually crying. But that's not necessarily the case. You know, according to the Mayo Clinic, the definition of depression, according to them, is depression is a mood disorder that causes a persistent feeling of sadness and loss of interest. From what I've seen in my experience, a persistent or a period of fee or, or a period of feeling, a persistent or a period of feeling sad or having that period of sadness really doesn't happen overnight. It could slowly, slowly chip away with you, slowly chip away at you without you even knowing it. In my adult life, even with adversity hitting you, I'll still able to weather the storm and find happiness. But when you've been incarcerated, you've been discriminated against, against, you've been discriminated against because of being incarcerated, going through tough co-parenting dynamics, Nanamdi passing away, mom passing away, dealing with folks at work who try to come for you, it takes a little bit out of you each and every time those things happen. It takes a little bit out of you so much that one could find themselves lying in bed sometimes for two days at a time for no other reason except to just not be interested in anything or being motivated to pretty much not move or not do anything. Now, this is not what I'm doing now, <laughs> but that wasn't unusual to find me in such a position at the onset of the pandemic and even occasionally when I first came home from incarceration. Well, I got out of the habit of just lying around I got out of that habit. In hindsight, I found that I was just lying around because there were just more things, there were more things to not be interested in than there was motivating me to be interested in. When I got through the interval training this time, and certainly when I started doing, I didn't do interval training 22 years ago, but certainly was doing more activities and working out and getting out there. Those rush, the rush of endorphins now and the rush of endorphins then reminded me as how I used working out to prevent myself and being active to prevent myself from being depressed when my charges were pending. When my charges were pending, I used working out as an outlet to not really think about the uncertainty of what was about to happen to me. So I was able to keep myself from not being, I was able to keep myself from being depressed. And I want to get back to that feeling, that good feeling on a normal basis. But you know what? I am happy to say that I'm on the road to doing that. You know, staying active, staying in counseling and staying and just really staying active and running around to receive and release those endorphins all the time and to optimize my self-care. So I hear so I'm here to tell you that no matter where you are on your reentry journey, being depressed can really catch up to you very quickly. And there are really no shortcuts in reaching your optimal wellness when you're trying to work your, work your way and work, work your way out of it and work your way towards that optimal wellness point. When I felt that taking care of myself was going to be a priority instead of an option, 
or a deferred option, I immediately focus my time and energy on myself. Now, that's a little selfish to focus your time on your energy and yourself, but that's okay to be selfish at that point. That's okay to be selfish at this point because it's essentially necessary for your self-care. Just like when, you know, if you're flying on an airplane and there's, and like, like they announced, there's a sudden loss of oxygen, you can't help anyone with their mask unless you help yourself and put your mask on first. Now, in doing this research on this topic, you know, I ran into a website called Your Life, Your Voice. And there are 12 steps that they indicate that one can do to overcome depression. Now, this is not in lieu this is not in lieu of or in substitution of seeing a mental health professional, so I cannot stress enough. Make sure that you take the time to see a mental health professional. It could only help. When I looked at all these 12 steps, I've done and continue to do those tw these 12 steps, and it really helped me in my, in my depression fight. Number one, exercise regularly and eat healthy food. Exercise regularly, I got eat healthy food all the time. Uh, Still working on it, but, you know, when I eat the healthy food, that is, that is a good look. Number two, get a reasonable amount of sleep every night. Number three, find purpose. Put your focus on someone or something other than yourself. Number four, create a list of small goals to achieve. Check them off as you accomplish them. Number five, journal your thoughts each night before bed to clear your mind. Number six, listen to music or watch a movie that makes you happy. Number seven, do a creative activity as a way to express emotion or as a distraction. Number eight, don't isolate yourself. Be around people, even if it means just going to the store. Number nine, be present in the moment. Recognize and appreciate your surrounding and the people in your life. Number 10, Meditate to relax and refocus your thoughts. There's a bunch of meditation apps that help you do that if you need some help doing that. Number 11, use thought-stopping techniques. Thought-stopping techniques in the sense of stopping negative thoughts, refocus and pivot back onto positive thoughts. And number 12, utilize the 99 coping skills that they list in your life, your voice, which could be a distraction or refocusing on, or it could help refocus your thoughts. Now, I did look at some of the 99 coping skills that are highlighted in your life and your voice. I won't outline all of them for you, but I definitely used some of them that I thought they were so important. And I have 13 of them for you to share with you. Of course, I, I said one of them already. Number one, exercise. Number two, hydrate. Have that water bottle with you at all times. I always have that. Number three, go see a movie. Go to the movie theater or stream a movie. So many streaming services out there, you could, you could see a movie at any point in time. Number four, write. Write poetry, write stories, just journal. Number five, listen to music. Number six, make a list of your life's blessings. Number seven, pray. Really, this should be number one on the list to start with prayer and faith. As I has told you in previous episodes, mom would always say, all you got to do is pray. Number eight, make a playlist of your favorite songs and continue to play them over and over again. I love doing that. Number nine, put a puzzle together. Number 10, do yoga. Number 11, try to get together with friends and play games, hang out or just talk or chill out or enjoy and laugh and have a good time. 
Number 12, perform a random act of kindness. Number 13, text or call a friend. I want to thank all of you. I want to thank everyone, as always, for sharing your time with me and sharing, sharing time on such an important topic such as depression. So many of us are going through this. So many of us are going through this at the same time. Some of us are going through a season, or some of us are going through a prolonged battle with it. And we all have to be here with each other to not be ashamed to talk about it and to lift each other up. But once again, make sure you seek out that self-care. Make, make sure you seek out that self-care. And once again, I encourage you to seek the professional help of a mental health professional. I look forward to sharing so many more moments with you in this season five of Second Chance Coaching. If you need to reach out to me, please feel free. I'm just a phone call, text, or email away. It is always welcome and appreciated to get that contact from you. I'm also continuing to seek to, um, to, to seek out what everyone's doing in the reentry space. You know, I want to highlight the amazing stories and projects that you're doing in the reentry space or just simple stories of inspiration that you want to share with us on Second Chance Coaching. And come on down and be a guest on this podcast. I'd love to talk with you and love to spend some time with you. In the meantime, have a great week. Enjoy the start of the football season. I'm actually optimistic about the Jets this season. So enjoy the football season. I'll certainly enjoy it. We'll see what happens as the weeks go on. And I look forward to talking with you again next week. Thank you again for joining us here at Second Chance Coaching. In addition to coaching services for individuals and businesses, I'm also available for speaking engagements and workshops on criminal justice reentry, human resources, as well as organizational culture and leadership. Feel free to email me at richard at secondchancecoaching.com, as well as connect with me on Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Remember, every day you are given this opportunity for your second chance, and I know you'll make the best of it. I love you all, and I look forward to connecting with you next time here at Second Chance Coaching.